Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Patience is a Virtue, your sports betting podcast all about finding value in futures wagering. I'm your host, Andrew, and today we're going to be taking a look at some bets in the NHL, the National Hockey League, and also one bet in women's college basketball. So let's go ahead and get started with our first look at the Hart Trophy, which goes to the NHL MVP. Current odds have Connor McDavid of Edmonton at minus 150. He's your leader so far. In second position, we have Jason Robertson of Dallas, plus 800. In third, Nikita Kucherov of Tampa Bay, plus 1,400. Fourth place, Jack Hughes of New Jersey, plus 1,600. Also at plus 1,600, we have David Pasternak of Boston. After that, we have Austin Matthews of Toronto, plus 1,800. Then we have Leon Dreisaitl of Edmonton, plus 2,200. And then also we have Kirill Kaprizov of Minnesota, plus 2,200 as well. Right now, I'm taking a look at Connor McDavid. He currently leads the NHL in points at 67, which is 10 more than second place, which is his teammate, Dreisaitl. He's number one in goals, number five in assists, number one in power play goals, and number one in power play assists. Now, this would be his third win, but the voters don't seem to care too much about getting fatigue over players winning, just like they sort of do in the NBA. So I think Connor David does have a chance to still win, even though he's already won it a couple of times. He did win back in 2020-2021 with 33 goals and 72 assists for 105 total points, meaning he averaged 1.28 points per game. Currently, he's sitting on 67 points out of 36 games, which gives him a 1.86 point average per game. Now that puts him on pace for 152.52 points across the entire season, and that would be the highest total since Mario Lemieux won in 95-96. Now, if he continues at this pace, his odds are just going to get shorter, and you're going to lose more and more value. So if you really do like Connor McDavid to win, the time to buy is now. You really got to get in on this at this point. Now, I also want to mention that Connor McDavid plays center, and that's important because if you take a look at previous winners, a center has won it the majority of the time, so he really does have that going in his favor. One negative is the fact that he is teammates with Leon Dreisaitl, who, again, is one of the contenders for this trophy as well, and Dreisaitl is an excellent player. He puts up a lot of goals and assists, which means McDavid is sharing production with him. That being said, I think it is highly likely that Connor McDavid is still going to end up ultimately leading the league in probably goals, maybe assists, power play goals, categories like this. So I really don't think that is going to be a negative in the end. And I really think he is the, wor- the worthy favorite to win this trophy at this point. If you like somebody with plus money, I would take a look at Jason Robertson of Dallas. Again, he's coming in at plus 800. Now, Dallas is currently in first position, both in the Central Division, and they're tied for first position in the Western Conference, which is really going to uh, have an effect on his status if they are able to maintain that. He's currently third in the league in points, he's sixth in goals, and he's tied for fourth in the plus-minus, which is a metric which calculates how many goals are scored versus conceded when a player is on the ice. He really is the leader of this Dallas squad so far, and currently he's putting up great statistics, so I think he is worthy to be the second shortest favorite to win this title. I'm not sure if he's going to get there in the end, because I don't know if Dallas are going to maintain quite as great a pace as they have been so far, but you would be getting him at plus 800, which is very good value, going in about halfway through the year at this point. So I think he would be worth a look as well, but ultimately, I would probably put my money on Connor McDavid. And again, this price is just going to keep getting longer as long as he keeps putting in this production. Up next, let's turn our attention to the Vezina Trophy, which goes to the NHL's best goalie. Linus Ulmark of Boston currently comes in at the shortest odds of plus 200. 
Connor Hellebuck of Winnipeg is plus 350. He's the 2020 winner. Ilya Sorokin of the New York Islanders, plus 275. Igor Shesterkin of New York Rangers, plus 800. He won it last year. Andre Vasilevsky of Tampa Bay, the 2019 winner. He comes in at plus 1,000. And Jake Ettinger of Dallas is plus 1,100. Everybody else is greater than 20 to 1. Now, this award does have a history of repeat winners and going to the same few goalies year in and year out, but we have had a first-time winner in 12 of the past 14 years. Now, the goalie who wins this is always in the playoffs, and their team is often the one who ends up winning their division. It's also awarded after the Stanley Cup Final, so playoffs are taken into account, and this can have a big impact on the winner. Now, Omark, the current betting favorite, he leads the league in average goals against at 1.90. Everybody else is above two goals per match. He also leads in save percentage at 0.938 and also in wins at 20 wins. So I think he is the rightful favorite at this point. Now, Connor Hellebuck is also a good candidate because currently he is third in goals against 2.37 in save percentage 0.96. 9-2-6, I should say. He's second in wins at 17 wins, but he also has eight more losses than Omark, and I think that's really going to count against him, especially because Boston is right now the league leader in terms of wins, and so they're looking like they're going to be the number one overall seed, and that really can help determine who's going to ultimately win the trophy. Other goalies in the mix, Shororkin of the Islanders and Shishurkin of the Rangers. Both those teams are in the wild card hunt, but it is possible that they could drop out. So right now, they're not strong contenders, but they could be worth a little bit of a flyer, just a small amount of money. I also think Jake Ediger of Dallas could be worth a look as well, because again, Dallas is currently first in the Central Division and tied for first in the West. And a plus 1100, that's pretty good value if they're able to maintain that form and go make a deep run in the playoffs, especially if they can make it to the Stanley Cup finals. I think Jake Ediger could be a possibility to win this award as well. Ultimately, I think if you like Omark, I think the best play to do is to bet a small amount now as his odds are probably going to keep getting shorter and shorter as Boston start to pull away from the rest of the Eastern Conference and then ultimately from the Western Conference as well as they keep racking up wins and keep spreading out their win total. Now, it could be also worth waiting just to see if there is a little bit of a dip in a performance. If that happens, his odds should get a little bit longer and you should get a little bit of a better price for a goalie whose team is definitely going to be in the playoffs, probably still going to get the one or two seed in the East, could definitely make a run towards the Stanley Cup final. And that way you could get a little bit of a better price on him. Boston should make a deep run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And if they're able to do so, part of that is going to be certainly due to Omar. And so I think he's a strong candidate to win the Vezina Trophy. Up next, let's take a look at the odds to win the Western Conference. Currently, the betting favorite is Colorado Avalanche, plus 200. Then Vegas at plus 350. Calgary, plus 700. Dallas, plus 750. Edmonton at plus 800. Minnesota, plus 900. Winnipeg, plus 1,200. LA Kings plus 1700, the Seattle Kraken at plus 1800, and everybody else is greater than that. Right now, I think a small bet on Dallas could be worth a look at plus 750. Again, they're first place in their division. They're tied for first in the Western Conference. They have a plus 30 goal differential, and on the road, which I think is important, especially in the playoffs, they have a record of 12 wins, five losses, and three overtime losses, which is pretty good for a road team. Their defense has also been strong. They've come in at number seven in goals against and number four in save percentage. So Dallas is not letting in a whole lot of goals and they're able to turn that into wins. And at seven and plus 750, 
I think that is a pretty good bet. They should be able to make a deep run in the conference playoffs, and I think they have a very good chance of making it to the Western Conference Finals, maybe even making it to the Stanley Cup. Of course, it really could depend on how the season ends up and what the playoff picture looks like, but I think at plus 750 on this Dallas squad who do have experience, they made a Stanley Cup final run recently, and I think they have the skill and ability to be able to do that again. And let's also take a look at the odds to win the Pacific Division. Vegas comes in at minus 140, Calgary plus 500, Edmonton plus 650, Seattle plus 700, LA Kings plus 900, and Vancouver at plus 10,000. I think Vegas are worthy favorites to lead the betting odds at this point, but I'm not going to put a minus number on them at this point. I'm going to take a look at Edmonton as a little bit of a longer shot. Again, they're coming in at plus 650. Currently, they are second in goals per game across the entire NHL. They're number one in assists, they're second in points, and they're first in power play percentage. So I think Edmonton, especially having Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl leading their attack, are capable of making a run and ultimately winning this division. Now, they will have some points to make up. They're currently 10 points behind Vegas in the division standings, just under halfway through the season. And so that is quite a bit to make up. But if you do put a bet on them at this point, you might find some opportunities to hedge against them later on in the season. But I also wouldn't put it past them to be able to make a run, make up some distance on this Vegas team, and to be able to put some wins together. And having a plus 650 bet to win the division, I think that is pretty good value at this point for a team led by McDavid and Drysaddle. I think they really could put a scare in Vegas and really contend for this division crown. So I think a small bet on Edmonton to, to win the division at plus 650 is also a pretty good bet. And that's going to do it for the NHL, but I do want to switch over to women's college basketball and take a look at the odds to win the national championship. Currently in first place, the betting favorite is South Carolina at plus 130. Stanford comes in at plus 300. Third position is UConn plus 700. In fourth, we have LSU at plus 1,200. In fifth position, we have Notre Dame at plus 1,500. And then tied for sixth, we have Indiana University at plus 2,000, Ohio State at plus 2,000, and Iowa State at plus 2,000. At this point, I really think a bet on South Carolina at plus money is definitely worth it. They're currently number one in both of the polls, earning all the possible votes across both the AP and the coaches poll. They're led by Aaliyah Boston, the most outstanding player of the Final Four last year, and Zaya Cook. She's a Final Four all-tournament team last year as well. And they're outscoring their opponents by an average of 39.5 points per game. Now, women's college basketball can really be a case of they have and they have nots. And the best teams at the start of the year are usually there at the end of the year. And really, the disparity between teams can be quite large. You, you see some huge victories for teams that you wouldn't see in the men's game, where some teams are just that much better than their opponents. So it's often a situation of not overthinking it. If a team is really highly rated and they're very strong, they are probably going to win it. It's very unlikely that the underdog is going to ultimately come through and get the victory. And so, and that's on a game to game basis. But really, if you're looking at the overall league leaders, the overall national landscape, you're going to see much the same thing. The top teams at the beginning of the year, they're still probably going to be the top teams at the end of the year. Now, you could also take a look at bets on both Stanford and UConn for similar reasons. They're both likely to make the Final Four, and I think if they do that, you can hedge if you want to based on their matchup. If they're playing South Carolina in the semifinal, I would probably go ahead and put a hedge bets against that. If you can't tell, I really think South Carolina are probably going to win the 
championship again this year. But getting them both, Stanford and UConn, that is, at plus money value, is a very good bet, especially for UConn at plus 700, whose odds are probably just going to keep getting shorter and shorter as the year goes on. Now, a team that is making its way up the table is LSU. Their odds just last week were plus 2,000. Again, they're down to plus 1,200 at this point. Now, they're currently ranked number nine in the nation, but they're undefeated, and they really should get a good seed in the tournament because they're playing in a weak SEC. They lead the NCAA in margin of victory at 42 points per game. They're nearly doubling their opponent's scoring. Now, I don't know if they're strong enough to actually challenge South Carolina, both for the SEC and for the national championship, but I think having a ticket on them at plus 1,200 does have a lot of value, especially if you want to hedge towards the end of the tournament. Ultimately, for me, I really think South Carolina are going to get the title again, and their odds have dropped since last week. It was plus 145. Again, it's down to plus 130. So if you think South Carolina are going to be able to win, I will go ahead and place a bet on them now as their odds are just going to get shorter and shorter as the season goes on. And that's going to do it for all of our bets this week. Thank you all very much for listening. Again, please remember to like and follow the podcast and leave a five-star review so we can grow and make it as big as possible. I hope everyone has a safe and happy new year. Good luck with any bets you might place, and we'll see you next time.